Blog Talk Radio. Welcome into the Warehouse, a show which covers the Baltimore Orioles and Major League Baseball. The Warehouse is part of BSL Radio. Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations at the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter. What's up, everybody? Brandon Warren here for Baltimore Sports and Life. You're listening to the first episode of The Warehouse. I'm hoping at some point that we can get Bob Harkins in here and get the show off the off the uh, off the ground here, and and see what what we have in terms of options. But right now, this is kind of a test show. Uh, see what our see what our options are in terms of that. Um, obviously, people that have been keeping track of the team so far this year know that the Orioles are five and zero, off to a very nice start. Swept the Twins in the first series and have continued rolling, basically, since then, now lead the American League East and have been off to, a, again, a very nice start. Uh, pitching has been quite good. The offense is scoring runs. Maybe not hitting home runs quite at the pace I think they had at first, although the from a shot of from Chris Davis and Ricard getting in on the action, too, has made the team a very, very fun team and... Uh, you know, very interesting so far. Uh, looks to me like Bob Harkins is here, so I'm going to try bring him in, and we will see if we can get him. Hello. Bob, are you with me? All right. Can you hear me, Brandon? I can't hear you now. I am learning the ropes here, trying to figure out how to get this show off the ground. Glad to have you on. <laughs> me too. Thank um, you. Thank you. I, uh, I was just kind of introing the show and talking a little bit about how the O's are off to a nice start. Pretty good offense, pretty good pitching. Swept the Twins, a team that I know a lot about. And, mm-hmm. you know, so far has to be the talk of the American League East and, and maybe the American League on the whole. And, and before we get going too far down the road, what, what has been your assessment of this early season play from the Orioles? Well, I think the big, the big shocker to me, especially after what happened in uh, Florida, is the pitching. I mean, they, they, they lead the, they lead baseball with a 1.80 earned run average through granted it's through five games, but they've allowed two, 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 one in three, three runs in their five games. And uh, I mean, Chris Tillman was good in his start. Ubaldo Jimenez was good in his start. And uh, you know, we knew the bullpen would be nails and they've aside mm-hmm. from uh one little hiccup there uh, from Michael Givens, right? Michael Givens, yes. The bullpen has been nails, and and if you could, if you get seven innings out of your guys as as Jimenez and uh, Tillman both provided, I mean that that you're in great shape if you're the Orioles. Yeah, I'm looking at their numbers right now on Fangraphs, and you've got one pitcher with an ERA over two. And that's Givens, who was brought back for a second inning of work against the Twins and ran into a little bit of trouble. When you look at Givens, he seems to be the kind of guy who is probably going to be better in, in limited doses based on his, his delivery, 
not the kind of guy you can really lengthen out. But I, I've been I've been impressed with this bullpen uh, for a number of reasons. Not only can they throw some guys who who throw smoke at you, but they also have have some smoke and mirrors to go with the smoke. Darren O'Day is mostly a deception guy. Givens is largely a deception guy. And so it, it's kind of a funky group of guys, and it gives you a lot of different looks. And I think that in a, in a modern bullpen, if you can strike people out, that's obviously a, a step in the right direction. But being able to do it from a number of different ways, that can only work in your favor, wouldn't you agree? Definitely. I mean, the, they've got versatility back there, and they've got quality. And you combine those two things in, in different, giving, being able to give different looks. Um, and, you know, we already knew they were good. They were good last year. So that's, again, going to be a strength. Um, I do think, you know, the rotation is going to be a question moving forward. You know, we, they had a good start, aside from uh, Vance Worley, I guess, who's, who couldn't quite get through five. But, uh mm-hmm. You know, I and uh, we haven't seen Mike Wright yet, but uh, I do. I I do think that bullpen gives them some. Uh, it gives the the rotation an ability to make some mistakes, and the bullpen can pick them up. Now, before we go too far down the road with old stuff, let's let's do this. Let's introduce basically some places that people can see your work outside of Baltimore sports and life or, you know, where, what, what has put you on the radar in terms of writing that to put you in a position to be hosting a show like this? I know people have probably seen your work in a number of different places, but where, where all have you worked before? Oh, well, uh, I was baseball editor for nine years at uh, NBCSports.com, And so that's, sure. that's uh, kind of where our boss found me, uh, Mr. Stoner. Um, so, that's uh, the bulk, where the bulk of my baseball work has come. Uh, the last two years, I was with Sportsnet LA, which is the regional network here in Los Angeles, covering the Dodgers. And uh, you know, this year, this year I've moved over and am, am working with Sportsnet LA from the television side, helping with the production of their live broadcasts. So, uh, not writing with them this year, but I am going to be around the team uh, all season long. Well, great. So you're out on the West Coast, so that's a big reason, I'm sure, why it was easy for you to to want to do a podcast at this time of the night, nine o'clock <laughs> local time for for Baltimore people, eight o'clock for me in in Minnesota. I think people hear me talk, they could probably deduce that I'm not from the East Coast. But Chris found me, I think, on Twitter, and you know, just uh, gave me an opportunity and I've been I've been very excited with working with these guys at Baltimore Sports and Life since the, the beginning of the new year. Had uh you know really good yeah. run so far and I've really enjoyed it. You can see my work every Friday on Fangraphs Rotograph page. I also write for mm-hmm. today's Knuckleball, the mm-hmm. Sports Post and a website in the Twin Cities called Cold Omaha, which we just launched in the last month or so. We've been we've been doing a lot of small things, but the website is finally up and Adam and beyond that, I do uh, another podcast called Midwest Swing, which is a basically it's all baseball, but we, we give it a little bit of a Midwest flair. So it's, uh, nice. it's a lot of fun, and hopefully people can check that out too in addition to this. So uh, this is good. We're kind of getting the lay of the land here with the software using Block Talk Radio. Anybody yep. who listens to the show can obviously hear that when they log on. But uh, so far, I think it's going to be a really enjoyable product. Yeah, I think it will be. Do you know, is, is this show going to broadcast live 
in addition to there being I have no idea. You know, this is this is going to be one of those deals where we're kind of going through the looking glass here a little bit and, and see if <laughs> if, uh, if it turns up. So well, we got about five minutes left. I do want to ask you a couple questions about the O's, and we'll probably revisit these when we do the first full-length show, which I don't know if it'll be half hour or an hour. We got that still to iron out. Again, you're listening to the Warehouse on the Baltimore Sports and Life Network. Uh, I guess we're going to do a few different shows. On the network, this is the one that you and I, this is Bob Harkins, I'm talking to Brandon Warren, who is talking, uh, but I'm excited for it, and uh, let's do this. For our last five minutes, I just want to ask you a, a couple sequences of questions of expectations that you have for these Orioles uh, going into this season. How does that sound? Sure, yeah. Give, give it a shot. So, Giovanni Gallardo, obviously coming over from Texas, Declining stuff, declining peripherals, but at the same time, they're going to be leaning on him as, I think, kind of their quote-unquote ace. You know, Tillman made the opening day start against the Twins, but I think that they want their guy, their stopper, to be Gallardo. Do you have any sort of expectations for him? Um, I don't, you know, I I, I, <laughs> I know this is an Orioles podcast. I and I hate to be a downer. I don't have ace expectations for Gallardo. I don't know where you fall on that, but um, okay. you know we're looking at he's pretty. He's 30 years old. He's you know got a career ERA in the mid threes, and I I think you know if you get that mid threes ERA, I think you're happy. I mean he's gonna you know he's you look at his career. He'll win a few more games than he loses, but I don't think you're going to see, you know, uh, an ace caliber pitcher, a Felix Hernandez or a Clayton Kershaw type thing. Will he be their number one? I think if I think if he is their number one, there that means that uh, Tillman didn't didn't uh, develop into what they'd hoped. I think they're they're not in, going to be happy. Frankly, if Gallardo ends up being their ace. Yeah, and for me, it wasn't about ace potential from a top 30 in the league standpoint, but maybe a de facto ace thing. If if it's not Gallardo, do you still have enough faith in Kevin Gaussman, who's who's currently on the shelf but is is close to returning? Do you still have faith that he can be that kind of guy? I think maybe someday. I you know I do I expect that this year? No, probably not. He had a. He had a rehab start today, and it was not particularly impressive. Uh, I think he went two innings, gave up four hits. He gave up only one unearned run, but, you know, with 47 pitches in two innings with only 29 of them strikes. You know, but, but again, he's 25 years old. Uh, he could develop into that guy, but I, I would be shocked if we saw that this season. Do you think Dylan Bundy is going to be a key reliever for them this year? I think that would be a great step for him, you know? I mean, here's a guy coming yeah. back coming back from injury. I think let's let's work on that. Let's work on one thing at a time. And uh, key reliever, and, and frankly, you know, with that bullpen, there shouldn't be a whole lot of pressure on him. They've got a lot of great arms back there. Ease him back in, and let's see where it goes from there. Yeah, have you have you completely closed the door on him being a starter, or is it just baby steps until you get where you're going with with Dylan Bundy? Yeah, I think I I haven't closed that door. Um, again, a former top prospect, he's still only 23. You know, 
but uh, he's got to build up that arm strength. Yeah, and, and he hasn't really proven, I don't think, that you can trust him with that right now. Now, maybe maybe you get 60 or 70 innings out of him as a uh, reliever this year. You can lengthen him to 100 the year after that, 125, 150 after that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a slow build, but I think that you know, you can, I think you can get him to where he's going before he's too old to, to keep moving down that path. But, you know, it's a, it's kind of deal where it's, it's not gone quite as it has expected, had expected. Excuse me. Um, we're coming up on, on just a minute left here. So there's this one guy I want to ask you about before we go, we've gone pitchy, have, pitching heavy in this inaugural episode. I want to know, are you completely giving up on Hunter Harvey? He had a, a setback with his groin injury, and he's the the dreaded Orioles pitching prospect. Are you giving up on him at all, or are you still pretty high on him? No, I'm not. I'm not giving up on a guy who's 21 years old with that level of talent. Um, again, it's kind of like Bundy. It's like let's let's work him back in there and and see where he goes. But with that kind of talent, still only 21, I'm not. I'm not going to give up on him. Yeah, that's a good take. And I think that, you know, as much as I get frustrated, especially owning him in the Fangraphs Fantasy League, uh, I know, you know, it's, it's hard not to get yeah. too upset about that, trying to hold him for the future. But anyway, that, that's going to be a wrap for our first episode of The Warehouse on Baltimore Sports and Life. For your co-host, Bob Harkins, this is Brandon Warren saying thanks, and join us again next time. Great. Thank you. Awesome.